Hello, I'm Professor Bernard Combe, uh, Editor-in-Chief of uh, R&D Open, and I'm attending the EULA Congress in Madrid. I met Professor Ted Pincus uh, from the US. My name is Ted Pincus. I'm a rheumatologist who works now at uh, Rush University in Chicago. I've been studying rheumatology outcomes for more than 35 years, uh, starting when I uh, made an observation in 1982 that functional status on a patient questionnaire was predicting the severe outcomes of rheumatoid arthritis, such as work disability and mortality at higher levels of significance than lab tests and x-rays, which was a very surprising observation, and it took me about 10 years to repeat it and convince myself that it was true. And we've been using a patient questionnaire as part of our routine care, actually, uh, ever since then, which is now called the multidimensional hack or MD hack. And recently you have published in RMD Open an interesting paper on the severity of osteoarthritis and rheumatoid arthritis. Could you tell us some uh, information first? How do you evaluate this? Okay, and that's a very good example of using the MD hack, which basically in the clinic, the easiest thing and almost the only way to get things done is to have the receptionist give the same questionnaire to every patient. Uh, many people have tried to have receptionists give different questionnaires to different patients with different diagnoses, and it really is very hard to implement that. So every patient fills out the MD hack, and a registrar in Australia named Carlos El Haddad, who was working under Professor Catherine Gibson at Liverpool Hospital in Sydney, Australia, noted that the patients with osteoarthritis there had higher scores on RAPID-3, which is a simple index of patient function, pain, and global assessment, each scored 0 to 10 in a composite 0 to 30 score, were actually higher in people with osteoarthritis than those with rheumatoid arthritis. Uh, we sought to see if that was going to be true at our hospital at uh, Rush in Chicago, and it was quite similar. Uh, we then looked at two other sites. Dr. Martin Bergman in Philadelphia, where it was a little less marked, but still poorer status in OA, osteoarthritis, compared to rheumatoid. And at NYU, where I used to be on the faculty, where it was almost similar in RA and OA, it's possible because those are uh, more educated people who tend to have better status anyway. But this observation really was following what happens uh, when you have the same measure available for all patients with all diagnoses. And the MD-HACK we've published now has been useful in many diseases, including lupus and osteoarthritis, uh, spondyloarthropathies, psoriatic arthritis, vasculitis, and gout. And probably in all rheumatic diseases, RAPID-3 is a good guide to how the patients are doing. And here in Madrid, you have an interesting uh, presentation also in the same area. Oh, well, this is a, actually a, an interesting kind of second index now on the MD hack, which we've named FAST3, which is sort of complementary to RAPID3. That stands for Fibromyalgia Assessment Screening Tool. 
And what that means is based on three measures on the MD-HACC, the visual analog pain score, a self-report joint count, which was actually developed by Gerald Stuckey in the 1990s, and a review of systems, which is a 60-item symptom checklist. Patients who have a pain score greater than six get one point, get a second point if the RADI self-report joint count is greater than 16 of 48, and a third point if the symptom checklist has more than 16. So if you get two of three on the FAST, that agrees 80% with the widespread pain questionnaire of Dr. Wolf, which is the current ACR guideline for classification of fibromyalgia. So again, using the same questionnaire in all patients, you can get, I think, very valuable information. It's particularly useful in patients who have secondary fibromyalgia who also have rheumatoid arthritis or lupus or osteoarthritis. And we present here that 20% of people with rheumatoid arthritis met fibromyalgia criteria on the FAST index, but only six of them were identified by the doctor in the medical record. And sometimes this is a very prominent reason why anti-TNF therapy doesn't work or we have a failure of treat-to-target because our indices are sensitive to fibromyalgia as well as damage. Okay, thank you very much, Ted. It was a pleasure to discuss with you. Well, thank you, Bernard. I enjoyed it. Good.